Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Everyone, welcome to podcast episode 69 of the Building Heroes Podcast. And right now it is February. And so I'm wondering who's feeling like they've recovered from the holidays and who still has their Christmas decorations up? You know, either way, it's fine. Totally fine. No judgment here. But today I want to talk about how to get everything done. Now, there's this joke that goes uh, like this for college students. They all want three things. They want good grades, sleep, and a social life. But it's so hard to balance. You can only pick two out of three. And we kind of laugh about that because which one do you give up? It's kind of true for college students, right? But for homeschool moms, I was thinking it's pretty similar. But the three things that we want are we want to homeschool happy, good kids. And we want to have a clean house. And we want to also stay sane, which, of course, is going to include sleep and maybe a little time for yourself, right? <laughs> and so it does kind of seem like we can only have two out of the three things there too, or maybe even only one, or maybe just some of them mediocre, like, you know? Now, I remember when I first started homeschooling, homeschooling would literally take me the entire day. And then by the end of the day, I'd be exhausted, the kids would be hungry, everybody's wondering what's for dinner, the dishes wouldn't be done, house was a mess, I was grumpy, and I was definitely leaning towards like crazy lady mode, you know? And then what I would do is stay up late, making homeschool plans, maybe tidying up a little bit if I wasn't too tired. And then I would be dropping into bed, totally exhausted. And then the next morning I'd grab myself back out, super tired, not looking forward to going through it all again. Now, I'm somebody who really likes us to have that sense of accomplishment. <laughs> Because when you get things done, it does feel good. In fact, just as a side note here, I'll throw this in here. <laughs> there is a scientific reason for this because when you accomplish something, when you feel a sense of purpose or a sense of accomplishment, you get this burst of dopamine, which is just like a natural hormone chemical in your body, right? And um, this is a side note to the side note. <laughs> That's why a lot of people get addicted to video games because they feel that sense of accomplishment when they um, get to the next level or score points or whatever. So they feel like they're accomplishing something, uh, but there's still that part of them that knows they're not actually accomplishing anything. But at the same time, the video game is an easy way to get that hip of, hit of dopamine. So that's why it gets addicting. Anyway, so back in the sense of accomplishment. Now, you're probably here too because you like that feeling of accomplishment as well. But the problem is that as a mom, especially the homeschool mom, you have so much to do. You can't possibly accomplish it all, right? Now, I got really tired of being in this cycle <laughs> because, you know, first off, it's just tiring being in this cycle. And I knew there had to be a better way. There had to be some way to get out of this, but I could not figure out how to do it because my brain, you know, it can only see what it could see. And I also thought, well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? If I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And I just felt like I had way more responsibilities than I could ever do. 
And then at the same time, I had these great desires in my heart that I wanted to do above and beyond and make everything beautiful and, you know, or, and, you know, not just make things beautiful, but other good things, have fun with the family or whatever. But a lot of times those weren't urgent, so I would never get around to doing them. So I started searching for answers. I was reading tons of books on organization and time management and there were some tips in there, sure, but a lot of them were written by like businessmen, uh, business people, and I, I would find some good principles in there, and others were written by people who didn't even have kids, and you're like, uh, yeah, if you don't have kids, you can't really understand, <laughs> but there wasn't a whole lot out there just for moms with a lot on their plates, like moms who homeschool and moms who work and moms who uh, have a lot of kids or even all three, you know, so as I continued my search, I did find that I started getting some new things that I could try, right? But I still couldn't figure out how to implement it all. And I also felt like, ah, I'm just adding more to my list. This is, you know, I don't need any more to-dos. Now, I don't know about your to-do list, but, um, you know, sometimes I would write to-do lists and sometimes they wouldn't. And when I write my to-do list, a lot of times they used to literally have 50, 100, maybe even more things on the list, right? And so then when I would accomplish maybe two or three things on the list and then add four or five more to it, um, that's rather depressing and overwhelming, right? Because you don't feel like you can ever get ahead. So, um, you know, and then, and then what happens when you get overwhelmed? A lot of times you just avoid it because it's so overwhelming. And then you go waste time, right? And then you beat yourself up because you're like, oh, I have so much to do and I'm failing because I'm not doing it, you know? And then even if I did get a burst of productivity, I'd still burn out because it, it's like you can't, it's like trying to hold the ocean waves back, right? It's impossible. So as I kept going, I was just like, I got to figure this out though. I can't, I don't want to live like this. <laughs> it's terrible. And I, um, you know, I started implementing things and it didn't all happen overnight, but over time, I did take some more courses to learn things that had accountability, which helped me. And I got some mentors to help me out as well. And soon I did actually get to that space where I felt like I could actually get everything that was important done. And the stuff that wasn't as important, if it wasn't done, it'd be okay. So, um, cause I chatted with other moms throughout you know, past years, I realized it really wasn't just me that struggled with this. Like, in fact, when I was in the middle of all this, I totally thought it was just me. I thought there was something wrong with me because I would look around at all these other moms who seem to have it perfect all together. I mean, gosh, Pinterest, that's the worst. Uh, and I would think, man, why can't I get it together? You know, I'm reasonably intelligent. Surely I could figure out how to keep my house clean, you know, but surely I could figure out how to homeschool the kids. Um, and so what I realized was that I was basically attaching myself worth to how many things I was getting done during the day from that seriously to do, you know, the seriously long to do list. Right. Um, and, and you can imagine if I was only getting two to three done a day and adding four to five more, then you can see that maybe I wasn't feeling great about myself. Okay. So today on this podcast, I want to tell you two things that really helped me change this up and you can totally do this and they don't take a whole lot of extra time and don't feel like it's another to do feel like it's, um, 
a mindset shift that's going to help change things in the future. So you will feel like you have more time too. Okay. So number one was prioritizing. Okay. And I know you hear this a lot. Oh, you got to prioritize things, but um, I just want to walk you through how I did it. So it made sense to my brain. Maybe it will make sense to yours. I don't know. Okay. So when, when I was in this cycle of overwhelm and having so much stuff to do, I would write these to-do lists and they were super long, right? And I would just think, okay, I have to put everything on my to-do list because I have to do it and because I thought of it, right? But no, you don't really have to do it like that, okay? So what really helped me was to go through all those areas in my life that I felt like I was responsible for, okay? And I, I decided to just do a big brain dump, and so I wrote different categories. So I categorized them because you know what? Our brains like categories. <laughs> so that's what I did. But um, all my areas of responsibility would be things like, okay, there's homeschooling, there's the house, there's church service, there's classes I'm teaching, there's just being a mother to the kids, there's being a wife, there's uh, meals, there's family fun, there's decorating the home. I mean, there's probably more for you too. I mean, there's business, your work or whatever, but you brainstorm those areas of responsibility. Then within each one of those areas, I wrote down all the things like I felt that I was responsible for with any given month. So kind of a general list, right? So I wrote this all down and I realized, oh my goodness, no wonder I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> there's so much here. No one person could even ever do this all. And I think sometimes as moms, we are so capable, we tend to think we can. And then when we don't, we're like, oh, I'm a failure, you know? But that is such a lie because no one person could do all those things. And so um, <laughs> what we don't want to do is have this be an exercise in overwhelm. The reason why we're writing it all down is to get it out of our brain so that we can look at it and go, we, so we can choose how we feel about all that stuff going on in our brain. So when you write it down, you get out of your brain onto paper and then your brain can let it go a bit and, and stop reminding you so much about it all and saying, you're failing, you're not doing this. So what I decided to do was to choose how I was going to feel about all that. And so I decided to choose to feel grateful that I had so many good things in my life and that now I have the choice to choose which ones were gonna be most important. So that's what I did. I put a star by the most important things. Then um, the next step, you can do this or not, is you can prioritize it and just decide. Um, there's the three Ds. Where do these all fall? Can I delete it? Can I let it go? Do I have to be doing this? And I think sometimes that's really good to reflect on because a lot of times we think we need to be doing things and maybe we don't, you know? The next one is delegate, which means that... Um, we can decide if somebody else could be doing that and, and picking up that slack from us because moms really do have a lot of stuff. The problem is, is that as moms, we feel like it's our responsibility. So we never ask, we don't tell anybody. So if you're going to delegate something to someone else, then you have to tell them or ask them <laughs> is probably a better way to do it. And then the last one is do. So the do ones are the ones that we want to make sure we do. Okay. So, um, and that's the, the thing is too, is with all that list, when it's swirling around in our brains, we kind of, our brain just tends to think, you gotta be doing this. You gotta be doing this now. You gotta be doing this every single day. But when you write it down, it makes it a lot easier to 
to see that you have choices and you don't have to do them all in one day. Okay. You don't, you don't have to do everything every day, but that's what your brain makes it feel like, which is why it gets so overwhelming. And when you can just focus on the small things and, you know, a few things, then some things get done. So, um, when I'm planning my day, the way I do it, is I basically just, um, I have like a steno notepad. I don't even know how you pronounce that word. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said that loud before. How funny. Anyway, so what I do is I put categories on my to-do list. So I will usually just write out my calendar so I can, when I rewrite it, then I'm going to be more likely to actually remember my appointments during the day. <laughs> so that would be my daily calendar. I just write that. So like, for example, I'm going to write, okay, at 1230, I have a Zoom call and at two o'clock, I'm going to go pick up my Walmart grocery. Even though it is on my Google calendar, if I rewrite it, my brain's more likely to remind me. <laughs> then I, I will write categories. So like maybe I'll write homeschool. These are the things I'd like to get done today in homeschool. And, you know, these are the things I'd like to get done around the house. And these are the things I'd like to get done in my business. But the thing is, don't write too many. <laughs> I'll, I'll write a couple in each one of those categories, but then I will star two or three of them. Those are my top two or three priorities to get done. And I know that if I get the other ones done, that's bonus, like totally bonus. So my aim is to actually just get my two or three starred items done per day. I don't write down the entire list of hundred things anymore because that's ridiculous, you know? <laughs> You, you, so if you think of more things that need to be done, but they don't have to be done that day, don't write them on your, that day's list, write them on a different day or not a different day, write them on a, like the master list or something that you'll come back to just so your brain doesn't have to keep nagging you. Now, if you don't make a list of things to do, that's okay, but you might want to consider creating that habit in your life to write things down because that's what it really helps that chaos in your brain from taking over because all those things that you have in your brain that you haven't done yet, your brain's going to keep reminding you of them. But if you write them down, then your brain might be like, oh, she's going to look at the list later. So I don't have to keep reminding her. And so that helps a lot with the chaos in your brain. Okay. So number two thing though, is recognizing. And this next part was hugely key for me. Now that list part was helpful, but this is really what shifted things for me because this is what would happen. At the end of the day, I would be laying in bed, exhausted. And what would happen is I would just let all those thoughts go through my mind. And you know what those thoughts were? I'd be mentally reviewing my day and I would be thinking about, oh my gosh, that house is such a mess. The dish, the sinks and the dishes are going to be so hard to wash in the morning. The kids were fighting and um, I, I didn't get hardly anything done in the day you know, because I had that super long list, right? Or no to-do list at all. And my brain would be reviewing all those things that I didn't do, okay? And then what would happen is I fell asleep. Whatever you're thinking about as you fall asleep goes into your subconscious. And then your subconscious reviews it the whole night long. Oh, yay. So then I'd wake up not feeling very refreshed, but totally overwhelmed to face the day again. You know, no wonder I was stuck in the cycle because I was subconsciously programming myself with my thoughts all night long 
about how bad I was and how unaccomplished I was. Okay. And now we also know that accomplishment makes you feel good. Okay. So the thing is though, I didn't know I was also attaching my whole self-worth to my sense of accomplishment from the day. And that is exactly what I was doing because I had no sense of accomplishment from the day. And then I also thought I'm a terrible person. So what did I do? Did I step up the accomplishments? Well, I tried, but that didn't really work, right? So I decided that I was going to make a choice here. <clears throat> and this is something you can totally do as well. Now, our self-worth shouldn't be attached to our accomplishments, but it kind of is as human beings. We just need to be aware that it's not our accomplishments that makes us have worth but accomplishments still feel good, okay? Now, um, okay, so this is the choice I made and you can totally do this too because it doesn't take any extra time. It just, it takes a choice to redirect your thoughts and focus, okay? So this is what I did. I decided that no matter what I did or did not do during the day, I was still a good person and I still had value, okay? And I realized I also had to reprogram my subconscious brain because it was full of those negative thoughts. So I was like, well, if that's how I've been programming my brain by putting all those negative thoughts as I fall asleep, I could change something there. So as I was falling asleep at night, I decided to stop thinking about all the failures from the day, all the things I hadn't done, all the ways I'd messed up, and instead choose to think of good things I had done and think of what I had accomplished. And because, you know, once I started writing down those two to three priorities, I would actually have some things I could count as accomplishments. Um, that took me a while to get there though. And sometimes I'd have to stretch to find accomplishments, like, you know, things like, hmm, I took a shower today. And you know, that is a true accomplishment if you're a mom on some of those days, <laughs> for sure. So I had to look for those, okay? And then if I hadn't completely conked out by then, tired, you know, then I would choose to think uh, thoughts of gratitude from the day two. So then as I fell asleep, what was going through my brain all night long? Yes, good thoughts about myself. And if one snuck in, that was not so good that I didn't want, I would kick it back out. And I would say, thank you for sharing. But right now I'm thinking good thoughts about my accomplishments from the day. And I'm thinking about gratitude. So that's how I'd kick it out. So I would thinking, be thinking these good thoughts about myself. So I didn't have to feel overwhelmed because I had this sense of accomplishment. So in this way, I completely changed my mindset about how to get everything important done because I wasn't so overwhelmed and depressed about it anymore. And then what happened is I actually had more motivation to go do more things because it gave me more energy to do more because I wasn't like, oh, I can never do this and then avoid it, you know? And so with just a little bit of effort and practice, you can do this too. And it really is life-changing. So all of that was a whole big hero's journey for me to get to that place where I could feel like I was getting things done and feel good about, you know, not getting some of the things done because they didn't matter. And then once I got to that space, I got a new call to action, which is often what happens when you solve a problem in your own life. 
because that new call to action was to share it with others. <laughs> so I kept feeling like I needed to write this book about how I traveled that journey and how other moms could get everything important done to you. Now, <laughs> I was still a busy mom. I'm like, what am I supposed to do that? But it was a pretty strong and clear call to action. And I thought, I follow calls to action. I'm going to do it, even though I don't know when or how or what it's even going to say or anything. And so I just decided I was going to do a little bit at a time. And so after about a year of being consistent, I had the book written. So uh, this is about two, two-ish, probably two and a half years ago. Um, and so when I got it done, I tried this marketing technique called book free with shipping offer. And um, so I had the book only available on a website and about 500 moms took me up on that offer and they got encouraged and helped on their journeys. I love that so many moms could relate and get hope from that book. But the problem was, <laughs> was costing me actually a lot of money to market that way. I didn't have it set up quite right. So I had to shut this uh, website down. What really happened on this next hero journey was I hit this obstacle pretty hard. And quite frankly, I just ignored the book for like a year and a half. So then uh, I got another call to action from a reader of my book. And I didn't even know her. And one day I just, I saw this post in this large homeschool Facebook group. And this is what it said. She wrote, I need to share this life-changing book with you. I started reading several months ago and I have gone back to it several times, referencing tips, reminding myself and my friends of the concepts presented that have changed my entire outlook on homeschooling, raising children in general, and really on the entirety of the life I live. This book holds so much more than the cover suggests and can revolutionize your life. I'm so grateful to Molly for devoting herself to putting this content in the hands of moms like me. And then it goes on. She says, read this if you're in a rut. Have areas that need revitalizing, have lost any bit of joy in raising children, are not sure what your goals even are, or why you're doing what you're doing. If you get frustrated and feel defeated, are overwhelmed by any part of motherhood, or any of the above, you won't regret, you won't regret devoting a bit of your precious time to this content. You can't find this book anywhere right now. She's in the middle of switching her system. You have to email her and request a copy or wait till it comes out on Amazon. Molly, this is my plea for you to put a rush order in so more people can get this book soon. Our world needs what you have to offer. And then she writes a PS. I'm not actually friends with her or any sort of affiliate. I'm just an innocent reader who stumbled across a deal on Instagram when she released the book. And I am obsessed by the book. Wow homeschool moms do need the book like that one post just like made it worth all the trouble and extra time away from my family to write the book and, and market it now she ple pled with me to put it on Amazon but quite truthfully that was a little scary <laughs> because then you know maybe it's going to reach like thousands of moms and like, I'm kind of telling some messy stories about myself in this book. It's kind of vulnerable, you know? And it was also really uncomfortable because I didn't really know how to do it. And I might not do it the right way. And I might mess it all up. And yes, I self-published it. Can I put it on Amazon? And I hope there aren't too many mistakes, despite it going through editing like three times. Ah, well, turns out that once I realized that this was an obstacle for me and I just needed to follow the call to action and just do it. 
And it was certainly not as easy as I had hoped <laughs> to get it on Amazon. And I didn't even think it was going to be that easy, but I got it on there, I, I think. Okay. It's launching on Tuesday, February at 8th, which should be tomorrow. Um, it isn't actually approved by Amazon yet, but it should be. I really hope it will be. Okay. So that is when it's launching February 8th. And if you've been enjoying the Building Heroes podcast, you are going to love the book. And for launch week, it's, only, it's going to be 99 cents for the Kindle version, which is awesome. So I'm just going to ask if you can help me share it with other moms that you think might like it, like post it in uh, social media and um, email your friends, ask them to buy it. I would love that so much. And it, if you like the book, be awesome if you could leave a review on Amazon too, because then that really helps other moms find it too when they can read the reviews. Now, when I first wrote the book, I actually called it how to get everything done, kind of like a tongue in cheek thing. Cause you know what, who can get everything done? Like no one, right? And then on the front, I put this picture of this perfect fifties mom with the sparkling white teeth, you know, doing all the things. And, <laughs> um, I did have some people who weren't very happy with my title because they thought I was going to put pressure on moms to become super mom and do everything. And that is not what the book is about at all. Um, so I did change the title on the cover to how to get everything important done, but it is still listed as how to get everything done. Cause that's what, it, I don't know how to change it with the eyes being the end number, but just know that this is a real thing you really can get everything important done and you can feel accomplished at the end of the day. And maybe you're not getting everything done in the timeline you wanted or, or that you planned, but you will get the most important things done and other things done too when you learn how to think this way and do things this way. Now, in this podcast, I gave you a couple things to try out, and I'm going to review them again because I would highly recommend that you give them a try. And don't quit too soon. Keep going. because <laughs> I'll tell you, after two to three weeks, it's going to be hard to keep going, but that's when you have to just say, no, Molly said, this is going to be life-changing for me, so I'm going to keep doing it. So yeah, use me if you want to that way as your mentor. So this is what you do, okay? First, do that brain dump to categorize and just get out all those chaotic should things out of your head so that you don't have to keep them all in your head so that you can choose what you're going to do with them. Then prioritize where each day you're going to choose two to three things that you're going to accomplish. And then lastly, at night, you're going to choose to count those things as accomplishments as you are falling asleep because it really does make a huge, huge difference. Now, those tips are not actually in the book. <laughs> There's a lot more life-changing stuff like this in the book. And if you're not part of our Building Heroes group, it's called We Are Building Heroes uh, on Facebook. Come on over and join us and get support and share your wins with this. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.